It is time for another episode of Reggie's Expressions. We are back with part two. Episode one was so great that I had to have a part two because there were so many gem dropperies uh, that we had going on in that conversation. I like that. <laughs> that we had going on in that conversation and I just had to wrap it up because I had to go um, do some, you know, do some other stuff, which, by the way, that did the, the interview that I did with those guys went really well. I shared offline with Jamal that, you know, I, I might have got a real strong contact high because them boys <laughs> was smoking, you know, and we're in their environment, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, do as the Romans do, you know, so I, I didn't, I didn't um, have any problems with it, but Carlos was there and he's somewhat allergic to smoke. So, you know, he can't, uh, he would have a really bad asthma attack. So he had to leave. And then when we got done, we smelled like we were in a, a, a room of just, marijuana you know seeds just everywhere <laughs> like we grew up <laughs> it was crazy i was like for real and I, I know i was super paranoid uh more because i was high but um you know keep that between us don't tell nobody um don't tell there's only a couple people that's going to be listening to this so yeah. anyway <laughs> i mean i'm gonna share it so you know you say i have a lot of fans <laughs> maybe i won't gonna, share that part <laughs> i'm gonna have to redact that from the uh record scratch it from the record <laughs> I didn't say that. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. So he was um, hacked. He was hacked. Yes, my page was hacked. Your account was fish. <laughs> <laughs> so Jamal and I, um, I told my story about the company that I was with, and you know, I had a very you know distraught experience, and we kind of were, we kind of left it on the terms of you know, saying a few things, but one of the things that I took away from the conversation is that this seems to happen with black folks often where you know we are involved in a circumstantial uh, situation where it involves feelings and then hr says there's no feelings and we're firing you because of you know something that people felt was misunderstood right. and we were also talking about the overhauling of of, of hr potentially and, and and you know just how they present themselves because i think realistically they present themselves as being an advocate for the person because hr but in reality um it's really a lawyer for the uh business you know they're going right. to protect the company's asset so um so yeah so let's so you got done sharing your your story in terms of that situation you did say you knew who 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 uh who told right um kind of sort of i kind of made an assumption as to who said what who, and how it went so. and you and you think that it has something to do with sabotaging you to get to the next step? Do you think that was the case or a, maybe a little bit of that played into it? Um, I think that was the end result. I think that was a byproduct product. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I feel like maybe, you know, 
the individual or who individuals possibly um, mm-hmm. probably were trying to make themselves look good. And in mm-hmm. the end result of that became, you know, sabotage for me. I don't mm-hmm. think I, I don't I want to be careful not to say that it was purposely done to sabotage mm-hmm. me. I, okay. I want to be very careful in saying that. Um, mm-hmm. But it wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't go you know, out on a limb and say that that's what, what I believe happened. I just mm-hmm. feel like maybe they felt, you know, doing this, you know, whatever happened, however it happened, mm-hmm. would make them look better, you know, mm-hmm. in their standing and with the company. And and if that's the case, so be it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a very, 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 very firm believer, believer in karma. Mm-hmm. Um, even the Bible says, whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Um, okay, so yeah. if all of that was done maliciously, first Corinthians, no, I'm just playing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if all of that was done, you know, maliciously, you know, you know, that's God's something name. that they're going to have to answer to. Yeah. Right. I'm. Mm-hmm. I, I've said it, you know, to you before. I've said it to the countless people that have called me and uh, texted and emailed and mm-hmm. Snapchatted and everything. I'm at peace with it because mm-hmm. I know it wasn't anything that I did with malice or ill mm-hmm. intent, so it is mm-hmm. what it is. If they did it and they were malicious with it, power mm-hmm. to them. I hope, I wish them well. God yeah. help you. <laughs> I know a lot of times, you know, in these situations, we like for me, I know, you kind of wonder what people's intentions were when they decided mm-hmm. to, you know, expose you in some sort, because I'm pretty sure they would had to have known that there was no way this was going to come out with no circumstances at all. Right. So, right. I mean, but that's something we never know unless we have an opportunity, which I actually did get an opportunity to reach out to those employees who did what they did. And um, both of them actually denied uh, that they that that was their intention. But at that point, I think I was just really, you know, I wanted to let them know. And it was petty on my part. And sometimes petty, you know, I'm okay with being petty. But I wanted to let them know that that was probably the best decision they could have made for me because I wouldn't have left otherwise. And things happen for a reason. And, um, you know, I'm happy at the job that I'm at. And I hope for you and your uh, conscience that it was worth it because I did lose my job because of what happened with your exact situation. So, you know, I I want you to carry that burden. So I want exactly. I want you to live with the fact that you did it. Like, mm-hmm. and, and if you do, then, you know, so be it. I'm mm-hmm. much like you. Like, I feel like if this hadn't happened, mm-hmm. I probably would have continued to deal with a lot of stuff that I wouldn't necessarily deal with in my personal life or anything mm-hmm. like that. But um, I think I mentioned this before and I'll say it again. And it's, it's you know, no secret. Excuse me. I, there were a couple of people that I mentioned an exit plan too, And I think I even alluded to that exit plan with my store manager. At one point, I was like, I don't want to be 40 years old at this level and of course i turned 40 in august so mm-hmm. i was just like maybe that was the push to say well maybe we're not going to get into that level so let's you know try let's, to stock up yeah, some stuff. To and that's fine and, and and again i'm okay with that knowing who i am mm-hmm. as a person and i think i appreciate that push you know mm-hmm. as negative as it might look you know on the outside mm-hmm. i appreciate the push to make myself do better so i'm okay. thankful that as well mm-hmm. so let's think of it in in terms of if you and i were hr you know okay. for our perspective uh, situation um how do you think you would have handled the situation had this come forward to you 
or just based on the experience of what happened to you in this situation, how would you just have handled it in general? That's a fair question. Um, I think I've, in my in anybody who knows me and in my personal life, I try to look at things from all perspectives right. um, and not just concrete what happened. This is it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what was the intention? What mm-hmm. was the what kind of dialogue happened? Mm-hmm. Who mm-hmm. is actually reporting these instances and what's going on? Mm-hmm. Is it a third party that you know just happened to walk by when something happened, or mm-hmm. is it someone who's directly involved? Right. I think I would look at those things more importantly than the actions that were you know mm-hmm. um, alleged. I, I mean, there's so many different reasons why people do things, and even in my personal life, I'm always very interested in why people do the things they do. So mm-hmm. I think I would carry that into HR personally. I, I want to know like what made you think. Even, even if it was something egregious and really, really bad, I would say, well, what made you do that? Like, mm-hmm. let's play with me. T- not play with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Talk to me. What what made you decide to do that? Um, mm-hmm. Why did you think that that was okay? And mm-hmm. I would use that as, you know, part of a basis of my final decision. I wouldn't mm-hmm. just, you know, I, I'm not a he say, she say person. I'm mm-hmm. not a third party person. I don't like gossip. I like to mm-hmm. get to the meat of the matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think oftentimes we don't have those conversations. So I definitely like to be that person to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for me, you know, when I look at the circumstances and I want to make sure that I'm clear with everybody, I understand that there's a level of accepting responsibility when it comes Absolutely. involved in this. Sure. I completely understand. And, that, you know, every situation can be taken a million different ways and a point can be had about those million different ways that is, you know, perceived, you know, we're all mm-hmm. different people. Um, in this instance, you know, there's no deniability of what has happened here. He's been straight up and honest about what he did and what was said. And this is just our perception of those set behaviors. Um, and we're having a conversation about, you know, how this has played out time and time again over a he said, she said things, which involves mm-hmm. other people's feelings. And then they try to say or the juxtaposition of it being, oh, well, we're just talking about facts. OK, right. So it's it's just a weird dynamic that uh, that HR plays. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, no disrespect to anybody that wants to go out and do HR. I am an advocate for anybody doing whatever they want to do. But, you know, when, most of the time when it's black folks and they are put in these positions, we're on the opposite side of HR. We're never the ones that are uh, being protected. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We're typically on the other side where we're you know being taken away from a circumstance, you know, because mm-hmm. of our role. Or, our, or, you know, other people's perception of what we did, you know? Yeah. Um, it's funny that you say that because I had a situation in not, you know, this recent former employer, but a, the former employer behind before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't say who, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, there was a situation where I felt like I was being discriminated against. Mm-hmm. And I brought those concerns to the integrity hotline or whatever it's called. I don't know what it's called specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, notes were made. I saw nothing come of it. Um, I, I addressed it again. I said, hey, this happened. Like, whatever, however you feel about it is how you feel about it, but this happened. What can we do to make sure this doesn't happen again? Um, I, w- I was called out of my name. Not not in a, you know, a really bad, you know, name, but it was definitely something I was like, absolutely not. I will cuss you out if you mm-hmm. ever call me that again in your entire life. Um, and, and this person, you know, kind of pushed me and and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. That's a mm-hmm. threat. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't I do that. I think when anybody, anybody, that's a threat. Uh-huh. 
yeah. you know, do that. So mm-hmm. when I brought those concerns, um, in essence, I was asked if I wanted to transfer from that mm-hmm. store. Mm-hmm. And I said, absolutely not. I'm, I'm not the, the perpetrator here. I'm the victim. Why would I leave somewhere mm-hmm. where I'm comfortable? And mm-hmm. it was basically because that particular person was well tenured in the company, um, you know, presumably well respected in the company, you know, mm-hmm. a higher level than me at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a slap in the face. It honestly mm-hmm. was. And mm-hmm. it was then that I noticed that type of discrimination in the workplace where um, things of that sort happen. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's it goes down to really exposing the reason you know, or the ideas of why they protect some and discard others. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, and I I've seen actually, it. I've yeah. seen it. Mm-hmm. Seen it with my own eyes. Not it, you know heard about it from somebody else. I've seen it. I've, I, I've seen it in some of these discussions. Yeah, I've seen it <laughs> as well. And you know, I always find myself conflicted in those circumstances just because it was. It's just not, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't sit well with your spirit when you know that you're actively involved in something or seeing something. And the first thing they say is see something, say something. And when you say something, you know, things happen. Right. Um, <laughs> and it's and it's unfortunate. So I was going to share what I think my, uh, what I would have done, you Please know, do. Go ahead. had it had been, you know, Reggie HR business, <clears throat> I probably would have had, uh, you know, I would have obviously listened to the information from the person that it came from. And then I would have asked him, I said, you know, I, I understand your concern, but I also want to ask, what's your intention in telling me this? You know what I'm saying? Because I want to make sure, because this, this is a lot. And, you know, before we go any further, obviously we're going to have to do some investigation. And the investigation starts with with you. And I need to make sure that I know all, you know, necessary motives behind before I go and make a decision that's going to impact that person based on what I'm hearing from you. So that's the first thing I would have done. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And then once I got that that information that may have, um, you know, either had a, a, a second discussion with uh, you, you know, based on what this person brought to us, um, I probably wouldn't have had anything to say in terms of why that person brought it to us, but I would have let you know because you should be aware of it. Mm-hmm. And then I would do some other investigation just involved with the people who happened, who it happened to um, and ask them, did they feel uncomfortable? You know, what was their reason? How was their relationship? You know, although I, it, although, okay, hitting somebody on the ass at work is inappropriate. We all know that, right? Mm-hmm. We yeah. all know that. Cursing a coworker out, we all know that on the code of conduct somewhere, it says not to do it. But do we not see it on a consistent basis is the question, right? So, (laughs) you know, we have to consider, okay, you know, what's good for one must be good for the other. Well, Keisha just cussed out, you know, Barbara last week and she's still here. There was no investigation involved or whatever the case may be. Or I wasn't privy to the conversation that you guys had to discipline her. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And I don't know what nuances Miss Barbara had versus me and why this is a fireball offense on me in a you know, a uh, coaching session for her. Mm-hmm. And I, there are things that I'm not going to know, you know, as a layman's person, but as an HR person, I know, you know. So mm-hmm. I would have sat down and had a conversation with you and be like, Jamal, this is, you know, something that we brought up. And I would actually let you know, this is something that, you know, is very serious on surface value. It, it appears this happened. Um, I just want to hear your side of it. Mm-hmm. I would have then heard your side of it. 
And then I probably would have used this in terms of all of the situations that have happened, nuances uh, in terms of relationships with people and how well they know each other, you know, and all the interviews I've done. And then I would have used this as a coaching opportunity for the store in terms of uh, cultural behaviors when it comes to, you know, what the store environment should look like. Mm -hmm. There's going to be times where you're going to want to play around in this way. And unfortunately, you can't because of this, this and this. Not necessarily because Keisha going to say something. It could be based on, you know, let's say a customer says something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they felt that it was something that that didn't represent the company for. So we would have to make sure that we, you know, address that. But I think that there should have been a a, a warning of some sort or mm-hmm. just a, a, a cultural reset in the in the company throughout the entire company based on a circumstance that can happen anywhere. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Not just with you. <clears throat> yeah. Because I, I've been on the other side of, of, of having a conversation with somebody at work and said something that I felt strongly about and that, you know, and it changed when that other person's perspective came into to play. Now you can think, you can consider it two ways. You can say, well, was he being malicious or was that just how he felt? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And on face value, it could be, like I said, I hate that bitch, you know, uh, uh, Karen to, to Sandra or it could be like, you know, I hate that bitch, girl. Shit. You know, being like, right. Karen, you know, we, we you know, them all, but that bitch, you, that's the relationship that you got. And because that, that customer or that person felt uncomfortable, you know, it should be more, there should be also more brought to the table. And the last Absolutely. thing that I, I say is, you know, and that ain't got nothing to do with black or white at all. You know, this is just, and if Absolutely. we're talking about, Absolutely. Human behavior, which if we quote the Bible, you know, everybody falls short of the glory of God on any given day. Come on, preacher. There's a possibility that people will also falter in everyday uh, environment. Human mm-hmm. error. There is a definition called human error that is considered with everything that we process. Right. Mm-hmm. So why do we not consider that? You know, the human element when it comes to the whole HR, HR thing. And um, but yeah, you know, I, I, the the and then what I would have had um, is I probably would have circled back with that person and asked them, you know, well, for also, I probably would have asked them initially, you know, what do you think we should do about this? And tell me why you think this is necessary. Do you feel that this is, you know, involve that person that you're getting the information from? Because mm-hmm. ultimately, it's going to impact them. So let's say they fire you. They like that. They liked you. They just was having a casual conversation. Now they're impacted. And they're looked at as the person who was the one that, that did everything. Right. And That's then you right. have a hostile environment created. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Based on everybody else's perception. Because it wasn't until this person said something that caused all of this to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? So involve that person and say, hey, this is what we decided to do. OK, we're going to have a conversation among all of us because there we can't just take this at surface uh, value and, and, and think that these things don't happen. You know, they happen and we just need to recalibrate the circumstances before we go Absolutely. and take away somebody else's livelihood based on a misunderstanding. That's just my mm-hmm. that's my thought. My and unadulterated, think- filtered, unfiltered thought. No, I appreciate it. It sounds I, I 
wholeheartedly agree, honestly. I think there's so many different perspectives to things that we don't take a look at because a lot of times we think we think that the actions are so serious that they don't mm-hmm. warrant that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, sometimes we need to take a step back and wonder why this person did what they did or what we alleged that they did. Um, I would even add, if I may, because I love all of your points, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about this as you were speaking. Um, and how we mentioned before, we need to put the human element back into human resources. Um, I think people need to understand sometimes, and not even just with HR, but in real life in general, mm-hmm. that just because I didn't experience it or I might disagree with it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Right. We have to really get to that point to where I might not have, I might not have the same experiences as you, Reggie, mm-hmm. but let me understand why you've, you've had that experience and what you had to go through in that experience and the aftermath of that experience. Mm-hmm. I don't think we do enough of that. I think, mm-hmm. you know, something is so, 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 so bad and mm-hmm. then the, the end goal or the result is just to nip it in the bud right then and there. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's fair. And I'm not even speaking about my own personal you know, situation. I'm, I'm not, I've always felt that way. Mm-hmm. Even there were a couple of situations you know, um, that I bore witness to, mm-hmm. excuse me, to where I felt like the offending party, if you will, we'll say the defendant. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like the defendant got enough Mm -hmm. Um, of a chance to explain his side of the situation. Mm -hmm. And I made a point, because I was there privy to it, I made a point to let the powers that be know that that person didn't get a chance to defend himself. At the Mm -hmm. very least, that person should have the chance to defend themselves and at least say, this is why this happened, this is what made me do this, you know, X, Y, Z. And, you know, oftentimes that's not the case, just like you Mm -hmm. said. It's always Mm -hmm. about, you know, did you do this? It says you can't do this. Bye. I think right. we need to involve people a little bit more. And um, mm-hmm. even with respect to what you said about my particular case, honestly speaking, you know, it's funny because when I had the conversation on Tuesday about it with the HR representative, I didn't feel like anything that I was saying really mattered. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole they already made a decision. It, and I, that's it was like you had already made a decision. It, right. it, was a, it was an absolutely horrible feeling. Mm-hmm. knowing that I came into this office to have this conversation and I'm already being deemed like some sort of criminal. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it just, it just wasn't fair. Like, I just mm-hmm. felt like I was just, you did this, you did this, you did this, you know, mm-hmm. you should know better because you took this training and that training and you should know better. And I was like, but I get what you're saying, but are you going to ask me why I did it? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> are we going to talk about why, like mm-hmm. where my head was? And, mm-hmm. and I was so adamant in repeating even though I felt it didn't matter to the to the power to yeah. mm-hmm. I was extremely adamant about how I felt mm-hmm. and why I did it. Not I agree. yes, I did it, and that's all. Mm-hmm. I was I made sure you knew this is why it happened. Right. You know. So. And you know the and I want to make sure that I'm I'm clear on on something here. You know because I don't want anybody to misconstrue my words. We are not blame uh, victim blaming here. Um, we're, we're not, you know, in a circumstances where, you know, and I want to make sure that you guys are clear that we understand the severity. Like we know on service value that you can't go around hitting people on their ass at work. We know that we (laughs) absolutely, it wasn't like we found out that day and then it was like, Oh shit, Mm, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? And then you got fired, you know? So I just want to make sure the nuance here is that he knew the people 
and he had a very close relationship with them. Person, so, not people. <laughs> I'm sorry, person, because he ain't he, he ain't just hitting people on the asses now. So we're not let, just walking around, Pat. No, I, we, we don't I, do that I appreciate you. <laughs> I, I thank you for for checking me on that because I, I do want to make sure. Person. Yeah, one person, one, you know, that I have known for years. years. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> And if it wasn't that person who came forward, do you think it was that person that came forward? I, I guess. I nope. There, if it wasn't that person, if it wasn't that person that came forward, why? Again, that's why we have to start asking. What's the reason you're bringing this to me? Because you weren't involved in the situation. It was something mm-hmm. that you saw, um, and I understand that you felt uncomfortable. But tell me why you felt uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, what exactly. was it about it? You know, and then we can kind of expose the validity of the person's, uh, you know, claim. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and or let, motive. Right. You know, because let's say, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I don't, I'm not going to even interpret or try to understand that person's, I don't know them. So I'm not right. going to try to, you know, uh, number one, my loyalty is to my friend, firstly. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, I don't know the person. I don't know what happened with them. And I don't want to infer or try to understand because that just gets us in the weeds of what the ultimate conversation is. And, and it's just and it's and it's definitely the, the idea that, you know, these things happen and it's supposed to be not, you know, non-filling. But it is. And it can't there. And I want to make sure we're clear. There's no way that it can't be because you have your exactly. own perception. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your perception in it is gonna, I was gonna say indubitably. Uh, <laughs> indubitably, but then I wasn't I wasn't comfortable with saying it because I felt like I would fumble the word. Just like justification. Just, see, I fucked up that. You know, I was gonna I said that word so fast because I just wanted to get it over with. But and you um, said it right, but yeah, I know, but the second time. time I second time I fucked it up. See, that's not <laughs> that's, that's how my brain awesome. be. That's how my like, brain be. My friend like, is so intelligent. Let's look, look at my friend. Just <laughs> the position. He's so intelligent. Boy. He's so intelligent. You know, now you don't make me lose my confidence. Let me use words that I know. So basically, <laughs> um, you know, how I feel about that is no. Right. Um, but it, there's no way, there's no way that it can be personal. You know what I'm saying? It, it, right. it, it, it has to be. Because you're pulling from your own experience of what you've seen on the job. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you you are the one that has the perception of, of, you know, of whether someone should, you know, live or die. I mean, not like literally, but like, should mm-hmm. you stay in this job or, you know what I'm saying? Like, have that person right. suffer for... Um, and, you know, my, my accusers, <laughs> the people that I, uh, that I um, reached back out to, I told them, I said, you know, I had a very rough time, you know, trying to transition, you know, you took my essentially took my livelihood away and I had to make a way. And one thing I can thank thank you for is the fact that I realized that regardless of any circumstances that may come, I'm going to make it work. You know what I'm saying? No matter how tough it is. I mean, and you did and you and you did even, you know, from the outside looking in, you mm -hmm. know, of course, me knowing the situation, um, you really did. You bounced back. And, and I commend you for that, to be completely honest. I mean, me and Carlos definitely incurred debt that we, you know, still have to this day that we're paying back off. But, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, I think, you know, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a work in progress uh, regardless. So, um, you know, it, it it's a circumstance that you can't take back and I have to honor it. And, you mm-hmm. know, 
these are just like any other nuanced situations involving, you know, feelings and so on and so forth that we have to allow people to be able to process, to be able to fully grasp, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I want y'all to know, like, I, w- I want y'all to know, like if Jamal had came on here and he said he did something wrong, there is no, I would not have hesitated to let Jamal know, you know what I'm saying? It wouldn't have been like, I'm like, Jamal, no, you know better, man. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm, yeah, you know. So, but go ahead. What you, and I don't want to make it. I was gonna say I don't want to make it make any excuses. I mean, I did what they said that I did, and I admitted that I did what they said that I did. And mm-hmm. I think the issue was with me was we can't. <coughs> I just really hated how it just felt like my character was being maligned mm-hmm. based on something that, from my point of view, was harmless. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like the point of view of whoever was the responding person, whoever mm-hmm. it was, mm-hmm. you know, um, mattered a little bit more than what I did. And I, mm-hmm. that was just such an uneasy feeling. Mm-hmm. I've never been the type of person to not, you know, admit culpability in anything that I've done. I am mm-hmm. 39 years old. My mm-hmm. motto has always been if I'm grown enough, to, grown enough to do it, I'm grown enough to own up to it. And mm-hmm. I did. And here we are. <laughs> yeah. Here, here, here we, are. we are. So, yes. you know, we definitely beat a dead horse on that. Um, unless you want to continue. Well, what I was, no. what I was gonna say. Uh, nope, that's not what I want to put up there. <laughs> what I was gonna ask now is, okay, so now we've sure. accepted the idea that this has happened. I have a gnat flying around. What is going on? Let's let's interview the gnat. The gnat. Hey, Mr. Nat, how do you? How, what is your take? Because they clearly have something to say. Uh, the net does. What what is it? <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Gotcha. That makes sense. Well, you know, no th- comment. Thank okay, you. Okay, well then, stay your ass over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so now that this has happened, we had mm-hmm. the realization of, you know, uh, this happened. Um, we decided that we were gonna, you know, move on. Yes. What would you consider would be the next, your next move? I mean, other than the obvious, find the job or, I mean, that's obvious, right? But, right. you know, are you going to, yeah, what's next? What's next? When you ask what what's next, do you mean as far as that um, company is concerned or what do you mean? Like- well, I mean, it could mean that, but it could be just you. So Jamal going forward, you know. The, the net has returned. Oh, yeah. It's a spy. It's a it's a spy for Coles, man. It's a drone. It's a I'm convinced for Coles. Relatively yep. big. It's it's, it's from Coles. You better watch yourself. And I don't care because I don't give a fuck. There you go. There <laughs> I mean, you go. What I don't work there anymore. What can be done? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as far as the company is concerned, um, mm-hmm. I I want to stress and I want to reiterate that um, I have no ill will towards the company towards mm-hmm. any of its representatives. Mm-hmm. Um, how I felt in those moments are not mm-hmm. in- indicative of how I feel now. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I felt, again, that my character was completely maligned and completely just like nothing nothing about my loyalty to the corporation mattered, nothing about my tenure with the company mattered, nothing about my um, results that I gave to the company and the store individually mattered. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, all of that affected me. Um, a lot in that moment. Now that I've thought about it, I was like, for what? Mm-hmm. Why, why, why dawdle? You know, so 
Um, as far as the company is concerned, again, and I, I want to stress, excuse me, I have no ill will towards the store, any of its representatives, the company, mm-hmm. and any of its representatives. Um, I didn't go on a like Facebook deleting spree and started deleting everybody that works there. Like I'm not that person because mm-hmm. you know we as adults, even within the company, are taught to build relationships with people. And so I feel like I've built relationships with people and not the company. If mm-hmm. they are the types of people to you know meld those lines a little bit too much, mm-hmm. that's on them. Mm-hmm. I, I know the difference between separation of employment and mm-hmm. people. Like. Mm-hmm. I'm not your friend because you work at Kohl's, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. If that's the case, I would have deleted some of my other former companies' friends mm-hmm. a long time ago. I don't do that. Um, so that said, anything regarding that particular company, I don't really have anything for. Like, I, I don't really... Mm-hmm. Like, I still have their credit card. I'm going to still shop. I still mm-hmm. get my little 30% in the mail, and I'm going to go shop, you know? And I mm-hmm. pay that mm-hmm. card off and keep it. That's one of my longest credit cards, so I'm not messing up my credit history. Mm-hmm. Um, so that said, now, will I go out on a limb to, to stop by a store or something? Probably not. Probably mm-hmm. not. Um, but any of my former coworkers, they want to reach out to me, they absolutely can. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my phone number is the same. My email address is the same. Mm-hmm. I live in the same apartment. The rent is paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm not over here hurting for nothing. Destitute, desolate. Like, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond that, so beyond that, I think I'm going to, you know, just kind of, um, my sister told me this and I think that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm just going to kind of rest for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I might do some traveling. I'm not, I'm going to do some traveling, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure, okay. um, for an undetermined amount of time. I don't know mm-hmm. how long, you know, we'll mm-hmm. see. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll just pop on Facebook and, you know, somebody's name tag on my chest and this is mm-hmm. where I am now. Mm-hmm. But for the time mm-hmm. being, I'm going to enjoy me. I'm going to okay. get back to me and kind of, you know, enjoy the time that I have. Mm-hmm. And anybody who's worked retail know, like, retail can be very demanding. Retail mm-hmm. can be very um, tiring, if you will. Mm-hmm. And you're not afforded a lot of opportunity to, like, really go somewhere and enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, listen, maybe Christmas time I can finally go home. I haven't been home for Christmas Aww. since 2000. I think the last Christmas I was home was 2004. Five, wow. Six. Okay. It's been a long time since I've been home for Thanksgiving or Christmas. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe I'll ride this out to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rent is paid. The rent is paid, he said. So if anybody has any questions, the rent is paid. Now if you want to cash is- at me a donation, that's fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> the car insurance ain't paid and the car note ain't paid. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. I might, no- I might be eating noodles for the rest mm-hmm. of the year. Yeah, but, to make it happen. But, right. But, you know, honestly, I don't want to tie myself down to any type of timeline. Um, good, good. You know, if a great opportunity arises, I'm mm-hmm. here for it. You know, I'll listen to it and see if it works for me. Great. And if mm-hmm. it doesn't, you know, I'm chilling. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not, I just don't want to, I don't like trying to define, you know, how I live my life by some specific schedule, mm-hmm. aside from a work schedule, of course, but um so i don't know i i say all of that to say mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know exactly what the future is going to hold but i'm willing to embrace it honestly. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and you know it's it's okay you know one thing that i've learned as an adult as a 41 year old male is there are, are a lot old? of 
Ah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you went too far behind me, so I mean, but you'll on, always be older. But you'll always be older. Yeah, true. Touche. Um, <laughs> but I think, um, and I just want this to be a testament to people that you know these things can happen in any aspect of your life. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Um, you know, you could have, you can make plans on, um, you know, being somewhere for a while. Um, and it doesn't work out that way. And that was part of the reason why I decided to, you know, create my own business because I wanted to make sure that I secure our future um, in multiple ways, you know, in the Absolutely. event that I don't, you know, I don't think that I'm going to do anything that's going to jeopardize, you know, my job per se. But, you know, I do uh, think that it's always good to have a, you know, a, 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 a plan. And this was as of recent that I came up with this, you know, this uh, epiphany, if you will, a lot of people, you know, you can call it Johnny come lately or whatever the case may be. But honestly and truly, I learned to let go of doing the expected move, you know, after, you know, having extinction level events like I've had in the last five years with Darlena dying, George actually passing away um, in 2017, my military buddy, George, uh, Carlos's mm -hmm. father passing. You know, there was a lot of, you know, circumstances that made me realize that, you know, once you're gone, you're gone. You know what I'm saying? There's mm -hmm. there's no more expectation for you after that. So, you know, I have to let go of some of the expectations that I have for my life. I don't want to be a prison to, well, I'm 41 years old and I'm not a manager or, you know, I'm 41 years old and I'm choosing to, to work, you know, for myself. Or, you know, some of the expectations that we put on ourselves sometimes just because of what our friends and family out there are doing you know that might be great for you mm -hmm. keisha you can go out there and you know work full-time and do hair or whatever the case may be that works for you but what works for, for me you. is right what works for me is something completely different i might want something a little bit more stable and you know i might mm -hmm. be okay with not having extra responsibility because that's how i feel it's great to live my life and i just want folks to just understand that you know um you do have the right to choose how mm -hmm. life goes to you. I mean, it, it's surprising to me how, how much expectation that I've had on myself and how I, I let those things show up, even in the job that I do now. You know what I'm saying? Like my first couple of weeks that I was in training doing this position that I'm doing now, I was really hard on myself. I was like, oh my God, you, you need to have this ready and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And you know, and then I had to take a step back. I was like, why am I putting so much pressure on myself? You're mm -hmm. in training. You're allowed to be able to process what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? And I just have to learn to be kind to myself enough to know that I don't have it all figured out. And sometimes I am going to make decisions that might not necessarily make sense to anybody else. It just has to make sense to me and my husband. You know what That's I'm saying? That's the most important thing. We, we have to stop letting other people dictate what we do. Mm -hmm. for ourselves because they're not going to take care of us when mm -hmm. things go awry yeah i mean unless you have a sugar daddy or a sugar mama you know and hey that's hey, fine too <laughs> i listen i'm open you know if you <laughs> hey i know i'm married but i'm, open I'm too. available so you know carlos and i would love to go on a cruise sweetie yes anytime listen, um. <laughs> listen. <laughs> yeah i don't mind being somebody's date right <laughs> Right. Exactly. I want to I want to tell this story real quick, because um, during that time frame in 2018, mm -hmm. 
I was working at Sprint. And the well, I want to let me go back. So in 2016, Carlos worked for uh, uh, another company down here that's not Universal that also specializes in, you know, uh, making, you know, being the happiest place on earth or in the world. Mm. Happy place. You, uh, you might know that place based on what I just said. Maybe. But he had had. Yeah, he had had aspirations to work with that place because he had come when he was in Venezuela back in like the 90s and visited. And he always believed in the the magic behind what he saw. Mm-hmm. So um, he was working at, you know, the company that he's at now, Universal. Um, and they, you know, unfortunately didn't want to give him uh, part time. So, you know, he found an opportunity to be able to work for, you know, the happiest place on earth. Um you know, full time. So he made the transition. He left, put in his two weeks notice, um, made the transition, came back over to uh, or came over to that place. And it was it was great. Great. The first few months, you know, it was actually against my, you know, my wishes. I told him, I said, I prefer you stay at Universal because it's tried and true. You know what I'm saying? Right, um, right. And that was fear on my end. That was fear. You know, let's not switch it up or change it up and nothing like that. Let's. You know, and that's fair. That's fair. So he decided to um, decided to make the transition. He was with them for about six months. And it was a circumstance where he was questioned about doing something that everybody else does. And um, when they pressed him about it, he said, yes, um, I did do it. And they fired him. Actually, they they suspended him, told her to go home. And they were going to get his HR because their union, you know, uh, their union rep to represent him. Mm-hmm. And um, they they went through the whole process. He went to this uh, this meeting that they had and they decided to fire him anyway. So um, he opted out to not. Um, what do you call it? To, to fight because he could have appealed it. So he uh, at that time. You know, he knew a friend because Carlos is very good at keeping relationships. I, I have to commend him on that. He had a friend that he was really close to that he worked with at night at Universal. She had another job. She worked two full time jobs in the place that uh, that he went to. Um, you ever heard of Cooper's Hawk? Mm-hmm. Do they have one in really good place? Actually, very, very good place. I don't I don't make enough money to know. It's if here. <laughs> Uh, it's exp- I think they have a Cooper Sock in Jacksonville. I want to say they do. They do. No, okay. they, they definitely do. <laughs> um, so I think there's two here. Okay, let me try two. There's two in Jacks uh, Orlando. Two, one on our side. Well, downtown. Well, not that, uh, International Drive, and ones in uh, Waterford Lakes, which is quite a ways away. But anyway, he worked for them. He got the job based on her recommendation. You know, full time. They hired him full time. When I tell you, Carlos hated that job. He hated it. <laughs> hated it. And it was a it was a very influential time in our relationship because that was kind of the first real times that we had had uh, tumultuous times like that. You know, so gotcha. for me, it was like you need to stay because yes, it may be hard now, but that don't mean it's gonna always be hard. You know what I'm saying? So you have to stick through it. You know, and, you know, I promise you, if you just give it a little bit of faith and just keep going, well, you know, part of it is exaggeration from my husband. 
but it never got better. Um, <laughs> and we had a conversation. I was like, man, you know, I really feel like this is going to be a representation of how you're going to view this relationship because you're not willing to stick through it when it gets hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're not willing to do the work at your job. How do I know that you're not going to have that same feeling in our relationship? You know what I'm saying? So I was conflating the two, which to me, it made it, it made sense. You know what I'm saying? This is somebody I've married. Like, you know, we hadn't had any real severe issues at this point. And this is something that we're, you're uncomfortable with for a little bit. And, you know, I don't know how many times I didn't work 12 to nine, you know, for us. And I, you know, worked in Orange City, you know, to Orlando. And that's an hour and 10 minute drive every night, getting off at 10 o'clock at night. You know what I'm saying? So this is a testament of what I've done and so on and so forth. So I say all that to say um, one day Carlos had had it. One of his employees gave him the finger. Carlos don't like to be dis- two things. Carlos don't like. He don't like to repeat himself. <laughs> and he don't like to be disrespected. And I've, I've borne witness to that. You know, so <laughs> just so you know, you think he's a sweet teddy bear. Carlos will get you right. You do one he of those will, two things. Definitely. So, and I've I've seen it with my own eyes. <laughs> so you know, like <laughs> full firsthand, mm-hmm. you know. So that night he was just like, "I'm done. I'm not going back to that job." You gotta I say quit. it in his voice. Say it in his voice. Love, love. I'm not going back to that job. I'm not. I can't. And I'm like, "What happened, Carlos? <sighs> this motherfucker." <laughs> you know, gave me the bird. And I just, no, I don't like that love. I don't like that. I'm like, love, (laughs) you got to go back to work. No, I'm not going back. I will figure it out. I will go somewhere else. I am not working there. And I'm like, so you're going to quit. And he's like, yes, I'm going to quit. Little did I know he had kept a communication, open communication with one of the, uh, the people, one of the sous chefs at universal. Mm -hmm. And he reached out to him and he's like, Hey man, I don't like where I'm at. Can you get me back? Full time. That man called Carlos so freaking quick. Yeah. When? How? <laughs> Do this application right now. I will right make now. it happen. I promise you. Right now. So within like two days, Carlos had orientation and he got back on uh, with, with uh, Universal. Now, I told that story in that exact tone because I'm, I'm setting the expectation for what I'm about to tell you. That's fine. So, I, I um, you know, I, I work for Sprint. And at this point, I'm 37 years old. I'm in retail. I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm not happy where I'm at because of these reasons. And no matter where you go in this position, there's always going to be a time where you're going to make a lot of money. And then it's just going to be average going forward. Right. That's just the way it is. And, you know, you just have to, you know, grin and bear it, you know. And I, I took the $10 and 30, you know, cent an hour. Cause I, at this point, I can't, I have to practice what I preach. You know what I'm saying? Right. It might be uncomfortable, but hey, this is what you're going to do. So they hired me part time. I was getting like 26 hours and I was doing Uber on the side. And then eventually I was, a, I had an opportunity to be able to go full time at another location. So I transferred from, the store that I was at to a different location and I was doing good initially. And then, you know, they hired me on the premise of speaking Spanish, which I do, but you know, there's a difference between regular Spanish and then 
Brazilian Spanish. Mm-hmm. My ear wasn't trained to that. So I had a very difficult time, um, you know, having headaches and all that other stuff. And I had, you know, there were times where I clashed with other people, you know, management team and stuff like that. And, you know, people just misunderstood <laughs> uh, certain things. And right. about nine months in, I know about eight months in, because it was January of 2028, 2018. I'm sorry. I was like, I, I remember this circumstance in terms of this young lady that I had dealt with. And at the time I had applied for Apple and the company that I'm at now. Apple had taken me through the whole process and they, they started, it started in the month of April or uh, uh, August. I had actually gotten the position, had the interviews with Apple, had the interview with uh, uh, the other company. The other company in two days had got back to me and said it was going to offer me the position, but it wasn't going to start until November, October 29th to be exact. So I had about two months where I would, you know what I'm saying, that I would have to stay where I'm at or transition to another position. With Apple, I had five interviews. It was a lot. No, thank you. <laughs> Only for part time. So anyway. No, thank you. Fast forward to my my situation that i had with a young lady it was we were not going back and forth but she was completely disrespectful and i was like you know what and i said you know what i'm done this is it this is going to be my last two weeks in this place i am no longer interested in working here and before that you know i was going to work i would call carlos i don't want to go to work he's like love you have to and he's like, I don't want to go to work. Love, you have to. Telling me the same shit that I told him over at Cooper Talk and mm-hmm. Universal. And he's telling me now. And I, you know, for a little bit, you know, it, it, it was my motivation to go in. That day, I told him, I said, I'm putting in my two weeks notice. Love, you can't. You don't have anything lined up just yet. I said, you remember uh, Cooper Talk? He said, yep. Okay, so that's what I'm doing. And he goes, oh, you know what? You're right. Okay. <laughs> you, I, okay. That's it's a, above me now. It's above, it's me, above now. me now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you know, after that, <laughs> it's so funny because his face just changed. He was like, oh, mm, you're right. I did. <laughs> I, I have to trust you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I just thought that it was hilarious that, you know, that happened because, again, we both were in circumstances where we didn't like it, you know, mm-hmm. and if if I not had him and he not had me, we probably would have stayed, you know, I mean, I would have left uh, Sprint probably October instead of because I quit like the first day of September in 2018. I, I, my two weeks notice ended around that time frame. So I really had no lineup of jobs or anything. I thought in my mind, I thought that I was going to get Apple and then Apple was going to then I'd make the decision. I see whether I was going to either take Apple or wait for Liberty Mutual, uh, the company that I work for, <laughs> the company that I work for. Um, but uh, I mean, y'all you've probably seen it before. I mean, come on. But I, but that, you know, but uh, if you know, I you know, if you know, you know, and um Long story short, you know, I just went out on faith. I was like, you know what? I, I did Uber, made enough money to kind of, you know, I put so many miles on my car. Um, and I ended up making money, you know, to be able to just sustain the next couple of weeks. Yeah, it was tough, but 
you know, I, I ended up getting myself out of that position and I'm grateful to God to have this job that I have currently, you know what I'm saying? So, um, it's, I say all that to say to y'all people out there that are listening is sometimes you just have to make the decision that's best for you, or you will be, you will be forced to be, you know, you will be forced to have to accept the decision that you wouldn't have done on your own. Absolutely. And that's that's ultimately what it's about here. So my recommendation for everybody is to take control of your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Seriously, bring, you know, family members, your counselor, whoever else you need to um, dissect what's going on and, and really take the time necessary to make the best decision for you. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, it's your life. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you decide you to do. To you, exactly. You have to live it. Nobody else. Is that a song, you know, uh... <laughs> I don't know that song. I don't know it. I don't know that song. Okay, I don't know that oh, song. Oh, oh, oh! There was a different one. Um, um. Oh, got another one. Live, live your life today. Not for tomorrow. Uh, the theme, the theme song for Rock, the TV show Rock. I don't remember that. Um, and he called old me old. He called me old like four times. Come on, who? who does anybody remember Rock? Who? What are the actors? Who? Who? Um, Charles S. Dutton. I, who is that? Carroll. I don't know Ella who that Joyce. is. Ella Joyce. Um, I actually. I forgot, I, I forgot I, the daddy name. <laughs> yeah, I actually know the. Um, yeah, I know the show. You know, um, he used to kick his little foot. He used to kick his foot randomly. He had a bald head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's what we need to do it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That was actually a really good show. That was a, a really good black really show. Was. Yeah, it was a great black show. Does uh-huh. anybody? I, I need somebody to tell me if it's streaming somewhere because I would. I would definitely watch it. Yeah. I was. A, I was a big In Vogue fan back then, so mm-hmm. um, I was even more excited when they came on because I was already watching the show. Mm-hmm. But to see them on there, the Downtown Divas. I'm showing my age. <laughs> <laughs> Almost thirty years ago. Isn't that Almost interesting? Isn't that interesting, the things that stick with you over life? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, rock is one of those things that are like, if you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not mainstream. You know what I'm saying? It's not. Mm -mm. It's like. It it didn't reach the heights of, say, like, Living Single or Living Color. Right. Martin. But Mm -hmm. it was just as important. That was a good show. Yeah, right. it was on for, like four seasons maybe I, three or four i think seasons. so i think you're right it's so because they had a different theme song um uh, you know the first theme song too <laughs> like for example you remember when thea had her sitcom oh my god and brandy so, was on it and brandy was on it before the bob braids right yes and um what's the boy name uh um, jason weaver and- I was gonna say he's one of my friends. I hope he's not watching this. But hey, he was on you know him? like I don't know him like personally, personally, but we've met in different circles and stuff. Yes. Okay. He's good people. He's good yeah. people. He's hilarious. Yeah, Jason um, Weaver. I actually follow Jay Weaver. I've met him a long wow. I think right when he was doing um i I originally met him right after oh, his first album. He was like he was probably mm-hmm. like 14. I was probably like, I think 10 or so. I, mm-hmm. No, I was probably like 12. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I met him again through like another, like we have a lot of mutual friends. He's, he's from Chicago. 
but we mm-hmm. have a mutual friend and i was like oh my god that's jason weaver i remember him mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that someone's knocking on my door hold please yes hi not at the moment no go for it you would think you, you would think you know he would be a professional and 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 put do not disturb taping right i'm just playing <laughs> i don't know how to do that i should have i should have done that but, but, so, um, but yeah so he's cool people I really that 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 show lives in my head rent free and i and, actually and go funny. on youtube and find it sometimes yes because yeah. it didn't last long at all no like, and i love it i remember I was just going to say, I remember, I think I was in high school, like maybe my senior year, when uh-huh. BET started showing the reruns. Yes! And yes. I would run that VCR to take yeah. them <laughs> but then they, But then they also, because it used to be on ABC, I think, and then they also, ABC or mm-hmm. uh, CBS, I, I can't remember. But then they also had some episodes that they didn't air on uh, ABC yes. that they, they showed. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it wasn't... I was, like, it was I don't a, remember this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, it's time oh, for us gosh. to bid you adieu, uh, guys. We, oh. uh, yeah, it's that time. You know, we can <laughs> we can kick it for hours, honey. Oh, Dang, at least I, I know I, I can. A, I forgot to get a napkin this time. So dab you know, dab his little eye. Dab his little sure eye. My, my address ain't sure. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Um, but. You know, I wanted. To- <laughs> That's how I was crying on Tuesday. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I hey, I probably would have done the, done the same thing. But guys, I love the fact that y'all. Um, I, I, I really wanted to flesh this conversation out because of we course. hit some gems, and I, you know, it ended abruptly. I felt, and I listened back to the episode, That's and it was okay. actually really, really fun. So, um, this it week, was. you guys, or actually, by the time you see this, it'll be two weeks from now. Um, you'll get Dang. episode two. Yeah, yeah. Because yours, <laughs> lot, no, no, no. Yeah, a week. Yeah, I guess you would say two weeks because it's not this week, but next week when gotcha. this will okay. launch. So, um, you know, so we're going to be doing promo for the episode uh, one coming up. And, you know, by that time episode two comes out, you guys will have uh, cu- uh, questions, you know, that you can answer so or ask or that you need answered in a very yeah. specific way. And so, I'll even make sure to try, like, even when it airs or whatever, I'll, um, you know, I'll definitely try to be there so I can answer some of the questions if you have any directly from me. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we can do a live. Maybe we can do a live after. Yeah, we can do a live after. We'll live work on that. Hey, hey assistant, that. assistant, write that down. Okay. Alexa, put in my appointment book. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with that being said, guys, you know where you can find she's, me at. She's right there. I'm she's right she there. Say yeah, no. Um, you can find me at Reggie's right. Expression, um, and that's Reggie R E G G E E apostrophe S Expressions on mm-hmm. YouTube and Facebook. And you can also find me at Reggie's Expressions R E G G E E S underscore Expressions on Instagram. That's gonna get on every time. <laughs> Every time, and every time you do it, I laugh. R e e e e. Because you know, you know. Oh, you're playing double touch. R e g g e e s. Right. Expressions. Uh, uh, exactly. Uh, 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 uh. Listen, there's your there's your ID for your promotion for a promotional uh, commercial. R e g g e e e. I'm about to be s. Yes. So y'all know where to find us and Jambivalent on uh, Facebook um, and uh, not Facebook, but uh, Instagram. 
Yeah, Instagram is Jambivalent. Um, Twitter is Jambivalent1, the number one, so Jambivalent1. Um, I think if you search Jambivalent, can you talk? On, you on YouTube, no, Facebook. On Facebook, I'm sure it pops up. I think on YouTube as well. I think I switched from J. Croy to Jambivalent. Um, mm. and, and evolving. You know what so, that is? Growth. <laughs> so, have a good night, guys. I appreciate you. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Hang back, Jamal. You guys know one of the things that I absolutely hate doing is finding a new barber. You know, if you are a black man, you know how difficult it is to find somebody to cut your hair right, right? And not feel like you have to explain to them every single time. I remember when I first moved down here to Orlando, I actually hadn't found a barber here yet, so I decided to continue to go back to Jacksonville every other week to get my hair cut. Obviously, that wasn't a viable solution. But search no more, because I have the best barber there is. His name is Jose, and he works at DNC Barbershop here on Hiawassee Road, 2736 Hiawassee Road. This guy is one of the coolest guys you'll ever meet, and he does good work. Like, I can go in and say, hey, I want this, I want that, and it's at a reasonable price. So if you guys are local and you're looking for somebody to cut your hair, Search no more. Go down and visit him at DNC Barbershop at 2736 Hiawassee Road. And just tell him that Reggie sent you. Now, I can't guarantee he'll do something for you, but he knows who I am. Check him out. If you are looking for authentic Mexican and you live in the Koi area, shop no more. I have this best place for you. The name of this place is called Taqueria El Alacran. It is actually located at 758 South Bluford Avenue in Ocoee, Florida. Now, me and Carlos found this place a few years ago uh, when we first moved to Ocoee and we have been in love ever since. Every time we go there, we get myself, y'all know I am, I'm, not, I'm a little too picky and I get the same thing every time. The one thing I can say is every time I've gone to that place, the food has always been great. They have burritos. They have authentic Mexican dishes like chuletas, which is Carlos's favorite thing. Mine, I actually like the quesadillas. So I got an opportunity to speak to this young man who owns this place, who um, is now a sponsor of Reggie's Expressions. Decided I'll let you guys know about that. And he has a very interesting story. He is very passionate about food and he loves just being able to make people happy through their stomachs. Okay. Now, just so you guys know, I'm actually going to be interviewing this gentleman. So you'll be able to hear his story come pretty soon and how he was able to get everything started. But again, if you are looking to go down and get some authentic Mexican home style food um, and it's the place to be, please go down and stop by. Taqueria El Alacran. <laughs> Y'all know Spanish ain't my first language, so hopefully I didn't butcher that too bad. And they're located at 758 South Bluford Avenue in Ocoee, Florida. Thanks, guys, for listening to another episode. Let's get back to Reggie's Expressions.
Reggie's Expressions is brought to you by Soko Garn Productions, LLC.